Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for Smart Energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how Smart Energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Good morning, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Inst Me Tinks live exclusively on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. Hi, guys. Good morning and happy Pride Month. Oh, my gosh. This is one of the happiest and most amazing months. I personally cannot wait to celebrate my LGBTQ plus community all month long. I have been wanting to partner with a specific organization for a while, and it looks like that's going to happen for me this month. So I'm so excited to be partner- partnering with this incredible organization. So watch this space. I really wanted to create something to help support them. So look out for something next week. It's going to be really great. And I, I just can't wait to activate my whole community to support the LGBTQ plus community all month long. It's such an important month and it's not just about partying and celebration, although we love to do that with, with, with everybody. Um, it's also about learning uh, about, you know, the history of this month and how we got here. That side of it is so important too. So I'm going to be doing that and obviously sharing with you guys. Also, you guys, uh, this Friday, June 3rd is, um, it's wear orange for gun violence day. And I think, 
you know, more than ever right now, it's top of our minds. So I'm planning to wear orange. Please make a plan to wear orange with your friends or maybe it's, you know, you're working in an office and you guys can all write in the Slack channel and get together. Um, but it's really important. And it, you tag every town. The hashtag is wear orange. Um, and, and if you're doing it, then you'll, you'll do it with me. And I didn't know this, but um, the wear orange is... Uh, because in 2015, when Hydea Pendleton was shot, that's the color that her friends wore afterwards. And it's also the color of that people wear in the woods when it, you know, for don't shoot. So it's really important, guys. I would really love it if we could all do it together. Um, and so I hope to be seeing all orange all over my Instagram and TikTok feed this Friday, June 3rd. Um, hi guys, how are you? I'm back from Bottle Rock. Wow, I am up Bottle Rock's butt, aren't I? I just couldn't stop talking about it the whole time. Um, I I love it. I love Northern California. I love Bottle Rock. I love pink. I love Pitbull. Um, I'm gonna talk more about that on the episode on Friday because I have a whole freaking rant about how much I love it. Um, you know, last night was just one of those nights where I couldn't sleep, which I know so many of us have, right? All my troubled sleepers out there. Uh, I couldn't sleep. I Nothing was wrong. I literally had the loveliest evening staying in, read, watch TV, what have you. And Ceviche, my cat, um, she's like such a rascal. And when I finally got to sleep at 2 a.m., at 3 a.m., I lock my door at night, my bedroom door, and she was outside. She she needs to be literally touching me at all times, but she, like, wakes me up. So sometimes I'm like, dude, you know, you sleep in your bed. I sleep in my bed. Love you so much, but come on. And so I locked her out. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, you're so mean. Let her sleep with you. But have you ever slept with, like, a furry scarf on you? Have you ever slept with, like, a a sock, a furry sock trying to smother you in the night. She's like her fur. It's not enough to be on my bed or in my bed. She has to be physically trying to wrap herself around my head. So, okay, sue me. I locked her out. 3 a.m. comes around. She's screaming. I thought we had a fucking intruder. I was like, VJ, what's wrong? What's wrong? Nothing, mom. Just want to be in my be- in your bed with you. I was like, okay. So my options are become overheated while this fur sock tries to get into my nostrils or uh, hear her crying and screaming. So I, of course, picked to be smothered, which is why I'm running on four hours of sleep. But you know what? Sometimes that kind of crazed four hours of sleep, it gets, you know, it's a good energy. It's like you're wired. Or maybe it's the triple shot Cindy Americano that I have. You know what? Enough about me. Let's take one of our beautiful callers. I think we're going to go to McKenna. Hi, McKenna. How are you? Good morning. Oh, my God. Hi, King. Hi. Oh, my God. I literally just called on a whim. I did not think you were going to take my call. So I'm like, so extremely thankful I can get your advice right now. I'm like, I love it. I'm going to start crying. But, no, don't. Um, What's going on? What can I help you with? Okay, so it's kind of long, but I'm going to make it short. No, no give time. us the details. We got details. We need that. Okay. Okay, so I've been dating this guy for three months, but we've known, we have like a history. I, we knew each other in high school. Um, we kind of dated in high school, but then we like left it off. We met really weirdly. Like it was just like kind of fate that we saw each other again. Okay. It was really weird. Like he asked my number and then I had, he already had, he already had his phone number in my phone, like his phone. It was just really weird. So like all of that still like trips me up that that was real. Yeah. So then we've been dating for three months and we've kind of had, or I felt like we've had this ongoing issue of like, 
I feel like I'm asking him to hang out too much. Like, I know we have two different schedules. Like, I work, like, a regular 9 to 5. He works kind of like a job where he has, like, offer hours. Sometimes he doesn't get off till like, later. So we make it work. But I just have been feeling recently that he, like, doesn't make an effort as much to hang out. Or maybe it's just I'm thinking that. So I finally got mad after, like, not seeing him for a week last night. And we hung out. And I just said, like, I couldn't hold it in. Like, when I'm mad, I just – I couldn't even be, like – how are you? You know, like you could just see it in my face. And I yeah. said, like, do you even want a relationship? And you're never, you're going to like die. What do you say? I feel like I kind of know what you're going to tell me to do. But he, he literally said, he's like, um, I do, but I also don't. Oh like, my God. Who's, who says that? Yeah. Right. Like, I'm like, like what? Yeah. So then we just had like this ongoing conversation. Of course, like our date was at a movie. So we had to have the conversation and then see the movie and then like oh, have God. a conversation after. So yeah. Whole time, yeah, it was, it was a mess. So I just like, I don't know. What do you think I should do? Like we kind of left it as like, let's just like take time to think about it. But I feel like if he already told me that I kind of know my answer. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not, it's not the news you want to hear, but I think like if someone actively is, I mean, half the time the problem is the guy won't admit it, but he's literally admitted it to you, which sucks, but at least it's more clear cut and it's, it's listen, it sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a punch in the gut. Mm -hmm. It's annoying. You had this like kismet you know meeting and re-meeting you kind of feel like okay this is serendipitous and meant to be and now he's just kind of fumbling the ball which is annoying as fuck but at least it's clear-cut and I know it fucking stings but trust me this is a case where I I am gonna say it's a men always come back or their lives get worse thing and I just feel as though you need to say okay like listen I really like you I want to see you a lot. You don't even have to say relationship because I think that, you know, you don't even have to say it. You can just say, look, I really liked you. Um, You know, I enjoy spending time with you and I wanted to, you know, take things to the, to the next level. You know, you made it pretty clear. So that's not what I'm looking for. I, you know, I, I wish you the best and just cut it because the thing is, what are your other options? String this out? No, you don't, you deserve more than that. And I, Listen, I don't know too much, but I feel there's a very strong chance he's going to come back around. If he, like, had his number and your phone and all this stuff, like, he obviously likes you. He's just bajiggity. He's just flailing, you know? So leave him. When someone doesn't know what they want, they drag everybody else down with them. So let him figure his shit out. Maybe he comes around. Maybe he doesn't. Not your problem. Not your circus. Not your monkeys. So true. I mean, the advice of just even that, like, or just still come back around. Like, we're just kind of on a break because we didn't really break up. I kind of just like left because I was like, I can't take this. Like, if you're just going to sit here and be quiet, like, I'm going to leave. Like I said, I was like, you're not stringing me along. That's not who I am. And you ha- know? Like, has I, he spoken? I'm, did he like follow up on text or call you? I did last night because I felt so like I literally left so abruptly I, I looked at him and I said I'm leaving and I just like got up and left so I said I'm sorry I left so abruptly and and then he was like it's okay it's like a weird situation and I, I was like yeah I think we should just take time to talk and then he said I agree and then I just like didn't reply so I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that yeah and I think it's I, I, like I don't want to feel like I'm treating myself long you know I mean he said it's, it's a, a weird situation si- <laughs> he said he said it's a weird situation I'm gonna push back on that it's actually not it's a very simple situation. You want to be in a relationship. He doesn't. 
I'm being blunt with you because I don't want you to waste time. Like to me, he should have called you if right after and been like, I'm sorry I upset you. Like if someone is upset enough to just say I'm leaving, then he should have been, you know, kind and called and said, I'm sorry. Even if he didn't want to be in a relationship, if he cared about you enough, he should call and say, listen, I'm really sorry that you were that upset. Like I didn't know or like I didn't mean to do that. At the very fucking least, bare minimum. And then you have to be the bigger person and reach out and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize for leaving. Why did you, you know, why did you have to be the bigger person? The thing is, it's like in a relationship, and I did this so much in my 20s, it's like there's a push and a pull. And if you're only pulling, which it sounds like you're doing the pulling, that feels bad. Like that, that's not how it's supposed to feel. You know what I mean? It's supposed to feel equal. You're not supposed to feel like, oh, well, okay, I'll be the one to reach out or okay, I'll be the one to bring it up all the time. Like it's a balance. And if you're the only one like pulling it out of him, that's frustrating and it makes you feel like not a good version of yourself. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right with that. I think I needed to hear it. I know I needed to hear that from you. So I'm glad you said that. And I think I know what I need to do if he's not going to change, which I don't want to change him, then it's not going to work. Yeah. You're not like needed that data truth. Yeah. You're not his mom and you're not his therapist and you don't, you don't need a passion project. So, um, let him fix himself. (laughs) And then if he wants to come back around, then he can. And if he doesn't, then great. You'll find someone better without a shadow of a doubt. You're so right. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thanks. I like needed that advice. Like I'm literally, I needed that. I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. Love you too. Happy and I. Love I love you. you too, and I always support you. And Rich Mom Wife walks for thank life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Always know your worth, okay? Always know what you deserve. Okay. All right, lots okay. of love. Thank you, thanks. I hope you have a good day. You too. Bye. Yeah, the it's like I when I've lay in bed at night and I think about my old relationships, I think about how many of them I was like pulling guys who I like thought were my boyfriend, and I'd be like, oh, I wonder if I can like text him and tell him this. It's like no, when it's good. It's sometimes if you're just in a few bad relationships or you've been single for a while, you forget what it's supposed to feel like. But that pull, when a girl feels like she's having to pull, very bad. I need to make a theory or something about this because that pulling is just exhausting and it makes us feel like nags and it makes us feel like just whiny losers and we're not. So more on that soon. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling 
telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's zola.com love starts with you show off your personal style every day with new pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see from big feelings to small messages and everything in between beautiful hand-finished jewelry from pandora radiates with your love from every angle create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. Okay, Megan. Hi, Megan. Good morning. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Hi, Tay. Hi. How are you? I am good. I'm happy to be talking to you. What's going on? Well, first, I just wanted to say thank you so much for, first of all, everything you do. But also, like, I'm 26. I live in the Midwest. And, like, everyone here my age is married, like, having babies. like, And, like, you've just made me feel so validated that, like, I don't need to be like, I don't want, I don't want that right now. And it's okay for me to not want that. It's you know totally what I mean? okay. Yeah. Like, you, you don't have to want what everybody else has and, and you'll have that when you want it and it will happen. It doesn't need to happen all at the same time. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you yeah. feel that way. I'm like, yeah. I just really look up to you and like, Thank you. you're such a special person and I just, ugh, I adore you. Oh, you're going to make me cry. That's so nice. <laughs> but anyway, so, okay. My question kind of revolves around that actually. Okay. So basically, um, like, I'm just kind of struggling. Like, I love all my girlfriends so much, adore them. They're total angels, babes, total tens. And they're all kind of in relationships. We're all kind of at different places. Some are married, some are having children, some are engaged. Lots are in long-term relationships. Um, Like, I literally have 11 weddings this summer. Like, it's going to (laughs) be a busy summer. And so happy for all of them. Adore their partners. But... I'm just kind of struggling with how to navigate our friendship because it kind of feels like because we're at such different places, like we kind of struggle with finding what to do on weekends. Like I still love going out. Like I still love, you know, doing that stuff. But a lot of them are kind of like homebodies. They don't really like to do stuff without their partners, which, you know, is okay. But, you know, I just, I don't know what to do. How do I, how do I make the best even keep these relationships strong because I do value our, my friendship with all of them. Totally. Okay. So first of all, okay, a couple things. So first of all, 
friendships ebb and flow and that's what I want to say like as a base level and the more you internalize that and accept that and I'm saying that you know universally to everybody listening the easier it becomes and that's something that I had a really difficult time with in the beginning when people started to get married or move away or whatever I was like I hate this like I want to be with my best friends forever I want everybody to live in a house together and like I I want to go out on weekends together and I was really like holding on to it because I hate change. And, and, you know, the only thing that that did was cause rifts in my friendships because I couldn't accept like, look, things ebb and flow. People go get married. They're in like bride land for a year. And then you know what? After that hoopla is over, they're like, okay, I want to be, you know, I'm ready to be friends again. And that's just the ebb and flow. People move away. They come back. They go through different time phases and work. So anyway, that's my first thing is like just truly feel that it's okay it doesn't mean that that you're slipping away from them if they're if they're you know you're going through a season where you you're not as close to them so that's the first thing secondly um I do feel as though it's important to have friends where you are in your stage of life because if you are the only one who likes going out and maybe you're saying are you single right now or are you seeing seeing someone yes I'm single. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so you're one of the few single ones in your friend group. I do feel as though it's important to have friends in your kind of season of life because you know, it's just what we have in common. Like you want to talk about being single, you want to talk about dating, you want to talk about going out and you want to go out. So it's important for you not to feel like the odd man out because you're not. You're just that's where your friend group is right now, right? So my second thing is is if you do have any single friends, maybe they're not your super close friends, lean into them, make sure you're touching base with them and maybe hanging out with them more frequently because it's important for you to you know, even though you open this call with um, you feel fine about not wanting like marriage and babies right now, it's important for you to remember that and feel like, okay, there's a million different timelines out there. There's not just one timeline. And if your whole friend group is fast tracked to one, I don't want you to feel like, you know, that that's the only option. Um, And secondly, like, you know, it's like you said, you're just different now. Like they don't want to go out as much. So I don't want you to be bored either. So I think if you do have single friends, lean into them a little bit more. And if you don't, then then try to, you know, open yourself up to to making them and just to, you know, having friends in different areas, walks of life, what have you. Um, And and then the third thing is, is just like it's kind of related to the first point of of friendships ebb and flow, but just go easy on on everyone and then expect that ease in return. You know, if if someone's like, I don't want to go out this weekend, like I want to stay with my husband, just just let it be because that was another mistake that I made a lot of the time is, is like pushing people and being like, no, like, don't stay with your husband. Come to me. Come with me to this e- e- rave. And, and then I was like, why am I doing this? You know, let people do what they want to do. Um, the, it, and I find with friendships, too, the, the easier you go with them, the better they are and the stronger that they are, because then they're going to just think, oh, how nice. Like, you know, there's no pressure to go out. And, you know, it, it you just have to go easy, easy. Um, so those are my three pieces of advice, but also you're not, you're not less close to them just because they're in a different phase. Again, it's something I learned so much. And, and now it's like, I think my first wave of friends got married and, and now we're kind of in a lull and then the second wave is coming. But now the, everybody from the first wave I'm like so close to, it's really funny. Everybody who got married in their, you know, mid to late twenties is now 
I'm like they're kind of having a renaissance friendship you know me we are um like I was just at the bottle rock this weekend with my girlfriend she got married and and now she's like at a concert with me and she was like oh no I'm happy to leave leave my husband for a weekend who cares like it's fun for us to be apart for a little bit and absence makes the heart grow fonder and all that good stuff so that's what I mean is that friendships ebb and flow you never know when one of your married friends is going to turn around and say hey I want to go on a trip with you or hey I feel like going out tonight you want to go to a bar so don't don't write them off I guess is what I'm saying just let them okay. let them be in their in their phase and and you be in your phase and and listen the other the last thing I'll say is they should support you back right you know they they should be asking you yeah. how's dating like how's work what's it, you know where's the cool spot to go out right now or whatever so so just watch out for that too because that's friendship is both ways right it's both ways you're not less important yeah. just because you're single yeah for sure for sure. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You made me feel so much better. Okay. I like, hope so. My single girlfriend. You, too, so they listen to you so I don't want them to think that I don't love them I no do. of course of course but it's just like you know you it's exciting it's like making a whole new other group of friends and you know what's funny is then my married yeah. friends always want to know they gossip with my single friends they're like is she still dating her and what's going on with them and all this stuff and it's like it's fun it's just I just wish my piece of advice to myself I guess I'm not projecting I'm just telling you what I would have told my 25 year old self is like it's not that dramatic and go easy on all your friendships. That's what I wish I had known because I I just thought every single, you know, every single situation was like life or death and whatever and it's like, you know, your friends are in it for the long run. So, it it doesn't matter. Just go just go easy on them and expect that that grace in return. Perfect. I can do that for sure. All right, oh, my dear. Thank you, Chase. I'm right. Lots you. of love. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Yeah, friendships, they ebb and flow, man. They ebb and flow. But your real friends, they're in it. They're lifers. They're lifers. My, my girlfriend that I went to Bottle Rock with, I've known her since I'm three. Um, And it's so funny because someone didn't ask me anything, I think, on Monday. said, like, what do you look for in a guy or something? Or one of the things, say, one of the things you look for in a partner. And I said, I really look at people's friendships. And if they have a good group of friends, I think it's a huge indicator of someone's personality. And I'm going to be honest with you, like people who have friends for a long time, that's a great indicator of someone if they have kept in touch with their childhood friends. Listen, people move away. Shit happens. I get it. But I do think it's always you can tell a world about a person from their friends and, and their group and how they maintain their friendships because friendships are work, you know. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. 
so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Anne-Marie. Hello. Good morning. What a beautiful name. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi. Um, so I guess my, it was a dating question. I'm just, like, trying to figure out, like, what box, because so, um, just, like, a little detail, I, like, matched with this guy in Hinge, and, like, really small world, we, like, chatted, like, for, like, a little bit, and okay. then I was invited um, a group of my friends was invited by, like, this guy she was talking to to go to this just, like, small gathering, um, like, on a boat. And so we went. On a boat? was there. But, like. On a boat? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But, so this guy that I matched with a couple of days ago and that had just messaged me, like, a few hours ago was weirdly on, like, he was, ended up being friends with this guy. Oh. That my friend had been dating. Yeah. So he was there, um, which was really weird because, like, we both just moved here. So, like, knowing like knowing that they were friends somehow, even though they are completely two different guys, we separately met on Hinge. Yeah, small um, world. And so I basically have been trying. He, like, wasn't very, like, proactive and, like, really getting to know me. Like, we were in a group setting, I guess, and it was kind of weird awkward that like we kind of just like had randomly met even though we matched um and so then I he like kept on inviting me like on the weekends like just come hang out like but I'd be at like 10 p.m and it'd be like in a group like for like a party right and so I can't like I was like okay you clear like to me it didn't seem like he wants to date and so I just kind of, like, was, like, I'm just going to ask him if he wants to go out, like, actually, like, sometime, yeah. like, this week. And so then I asked him, and then he was, like, I'm always down to go out. So, uh. I mean, it's not like we've even hooked up, but, like, he also clearly doesn't want to date. But yeah. I also can't tell, like, what his verdict is. Um, and he was, like... I don't know if I can this weekend. I have a party all day Saturday, and I'm staying in on Friday. And, like, to me, I'm like, okay, so you're staying in on Friday. Like, Friday's kind of the perfect night to go on a yeah. date. Ugh, I'm sorry. But he was like, I just, 
I don't think. Yeah, I think honestly, I mean, there's a couple things that indicate to me it's like a hookup box, if that thing, to be honest with you, which I, I'm sorry, that sucks. But like, okay, he, you guys meet on this boat. It's, it's a complete happenstance that you run into each other. He should have been like run up to you and been like, oh my God, like small world. It's great to meet you. Let's hang. And you said he wasn't forthcoming. So that's the number one ding on his uh, credit score number two then right after the boat he should have been like so funny that we met this way but like would love to take you on a proper date um that's what he didn't do so that's num- red flag number two number three the fact that he only invites you in group settings huge red flag like wh- what he wants to get he should want to get to know you one-on-one that's uh bad mark three or four I, I don't know I'm dyslexic I can't count um and then also when you had the courage to ask him out, he's like, no, I'm staying in. I'm sorry, girl. This is a clear cut. You got to cut it. I'm sorry. And I was like, I don't even feel like I'm in a hookup box. I feel like I'm just in a friend box. Yeah, I think you might. Yeah, I th- honestly, you're right. I think you are, which, like, which sucks. But honestly, it's clear cut. You just moved to a new city, which means you have. Drum roll, please new girl smell and you know what I say about new girl smell when you move to a new city you have this scent on you that is absolutely magical for dating and it's like guys can tell it's just an amazing thing so harness that power screw this guy and go out with your friend and meet new guys because this guy is like he fumbled the ball sorry we don't have time for guys who fumble the ball and you have new girl smell on you and it's literally just became summer so don't waste your time on this guy he's staying in on a friday night okay bye you asked him out like that's cool that you asked him out and he just like screwed it up and he has a day party saturday what is this guy 14 like forget it forget it yeah, and he asked me to add him on Snapchat, and he's twenty nine. Oh my so god! Asked you to uh, on <laughs> Snapchat? Oh my god! This guy is a walking red yeah. flag. He's a red flag factory. I know. Oh my god! We could print red sheets with yeah. all the red flags that we. Uh, this is uh, immediately no. Immediately no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. That validation is what I needed. Go have fun with someone fun. Go have a hot girl summer. Go flirt. Go enjoy your new city. Like, screw this guy. Thank you so much. Of course. Have a good rest of your day. (laughs) Me too. Bye. Bye. Okay. We are going to Bree in Louisiana. Hi, Bree. Oh my gosh. Hi, Tinks. I cannot believe that I got chosen to talk to you. Hi. I'm so happy I'm to so talk excited. to you. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. Thank you for asking. I hope you're doing good too. I am. I am. What's going on? So my question for you is, um, I recently started a new career. Um, I had to leave the company I was with because it was a small company, got bought by a huge mm-hmm. conglomerate, <clears throat> so it wasn't the vibe anymore. Yeah, I get that. Um, I found another... Yeah, I found this other job on my own. It just, like, the job description seemed, like, perfect fit for me. I love it for the most part. My boss is super, super nice, okay. easy to get along with, okay. but also, like, very flaky. Ooh. And, like, she tells, like, white lies, you know, to make it, I don't know, like, she'll say, oh, I'm on the way, and then never show up. What? <laughs> yes, like, just things like that. Um it can get super frustrating, and I'm in my 30s. 
Okay. I'm recently married. I'm trying to start a family. Oh. So, like, I don't really want to get back out yeah. into, like, searching for something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just want to know, like, the best way to, like, talk to her about it, maybe to get her to, I don't know, give me the tools to succeed and to work better together. Yeah. Do you do you like the work aside from your boss? Do you enjoy your, your day-to-day work? I do. I really do. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, the thing is with work, it's so it's so tricky because it's like we're it's we're supposed to have these professional relationships, but at the end of the day, it's all interpersonal relationships, right? And you have this person who is your boss and supposed to be setting an example and leading by example, but instead, you're kind of left holding the hot potato sometimes. So, I think that I mean, here's what I would do. I would start a list of every time she does something like this and I would write it down in a log. Um, so say for example, okay, today she never showed up when she said she was going to. And if you have a paper trail, I know it sounds like I am telling you to go FBI on her ass, but I'm not. I just like, if there's any, you know, text messages you can screenshot or, or emails you can have, just screenshot them and print them out and have them in your back pocket. And then maybe when you have enough, maybe when you have like three, four, five examples of her being flaky or not showing up or doing something like that, um, you should just, it sounds like you have kind of a good relationship with her, right? Like enough to take her to coffee or be like, hey, can we chat for a second? Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, we're, we're the same age. So okay, yeah. That makes it to where we get along. And like I said, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. So then, so then even better. So then just take her to coffee and be like, listen, I love you. And I'm literally obsessed with my new job. I just, I just want to understand when you say stuff, what it means and, and just, I don't know, maybe kind of like, maybe kind of de, uh, deescalate the situation, right? Be like, I don't ever care about any of this stuff. I just want to know so that I know when to show up and, you know, I, I have a better sense and, and just say, I'm rooting for you. Like, I love you as a boss. I just, you know, feel a little bit uncomfortable sometimes when you don't, you know, you flake on things or you don't show up where you say you're going to sh- show up. And then she'll be like, what are you talking about? Be like, well, you know, here when you did this and that and here when you did this and that. But again, don't say it in a like gotcha way. Just be in a, in a way where it's like, you know, if you're running late, just tell me. I'm, I am I just prefer to know. And I want to always have open lines of communication with you. I'm 100 percent honest with you. And I want you to know that you can be 100 percent honest with me. And and that's how I would do it. But but have concrete examples so she's not like I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, maybe she feels maybe she feels overwhelmed, maybe she feels like she doesn't want to let you down. Maybe she's just a flaky person and she's just a little bit of a white liar and you know, we all have those people in our lives. But since you like your job, you don't want to find a new one and you like your boss, it's definitely worth a shot talking to her. Um but just just go into it from a very like I feel way like I feel this and like I want you to be us to have the best relationship so that she doesn't feel like it's gotcha. It's more just like a let's work out, you know, another way you could say it. I'm just thinking about this now is like say I think that we communicate differently and just say I'm very, you know, I'm very over communicative with you when I when I'm going to arrive places or when I'm going to do work. So I just want to get on the same page because I want to do a great job for you. You know, sometimes it, it almost helps to like make it about you. But then people are totally disarmed and they're like, oh, OK, yeah, they see they see the light. Oh, that is really good advice. Thank you. And I'm a list person. 
there you go. So, so I we, really we love a list. Yeah, same. I I get it. Um, but yeah, I think I think it'll be fine. Like most of the time, you know, people are just people are just silly. Sometimes they just it's just about communicating, and it, you never know until you talk to someone. So it's definitely it's definitely worth a chat. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Of Have a great course, rest of your week. Of course, I hope it gets better. Thanks. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah. Different communication styles. I mean, I have that in in my work now, like on my team. Like I like to talk to them. I like to have a plan. I like to check in in the morning. I'm very over communicative with all that stuff. I like to say and I'm very anxious, too. And I honestly find that it's better when I tell people that because I'm like now my whole team knows they don't call without texting me first. Are you crazy? You call. I think that there's an earthquake or something. Don't fucking call me without telling me. Or they call and they say nothing's wrong. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Anxiety. The chill cold, the chill cold that he has on me. All right. Uh, Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, Tings. Oh, my gosh. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm excited to chat with you. What's going on? Yeah. So before I ask my question, I just have to say that May was the absolute best month of my life because I ran into you twice at the Rich Mom Walk in San Francisco and then at Bottle Rock this weekend. And I just think you're the best. You oh are God. an icon to me in every way. And I love you, Pink. You are my idol. Wait, I'm so happy. Were you the girl who said <laughs> I, I've met you? I actually met you before twice or something. Was that you? Oh, wait, yes. We also met in Vegas. Yeah, okay, birthday. okay. That I remember you. that Because I thought you were, you were saying, you were like, this is my third time. And I was like, wow, third time's a charm. This is amazing. You have amazing taste in places and events because we keep <laughs> running into each other in the best places. Yes, I love it. Um, so my question, I have been talking slash starting to date this guy. My college roommate actually introduced us because okay. she posted me one day on her story and he was like, ooh, who is that? And then one night we ended up at the same concert and I met him and I instantly was like, wow, you don't give me the ick and I'm kind of into you, which for me, I'm not going to lie, is huge. Right, right. <laughs> Anyways, fast forward, fast forward, I moved to San Francisco and he lives here and we start texting and then hanging out in a group setting because we do have a few mutual friends. And okay. anyways, now we're hanging out one-on-one -on -one and... He is just the sweetest guy, so funny, kind. His friends love him. My friends love him. He's just so patient, so respectful. I definitely feel really safe being around him. Amazing. But for some reason, now that we're starting to hang out one-on-one, -on -one, I'm finding myself being more reserved and closed off. He, for example, we hung out on Sunday. He asked me the most simple questions, and I think I just started to get really in my head about answering the most perfect answer, even though... I can tell he genuinely just wants to hear what I have to say. Yeah. And I can totally recognize that I am shy. So it does take me a while to open up even with the smallest things about myself. But I guess I just wanted to ask if you had any advice so that I don't get too into my head next time I see him because I don't yeah. know, last time I saw him, I was just really beating myself up because I realized I was starting to like him to feel like what I felt like was self yeah to like him but also I felt like I was just like self-sabotaging the situation yeah. and whatever we have going on because I have done that with my past relationships and I I almost feel like this guilt of being shy and it almost being a flaw of mine yeah I mean first of all this is in incredibly vulnerable of you and and also can I say you're a very self-aware person which is so rare so that's amazing um I, I would almost say like too self-aware like you need to stop beating yourself up for 
one of your personality traits, which is being shy. And listen, being shy gets a bad rep, but I don't I don't think it's a negative thing. I think it's just a different way that people get to know people. And you are like a flower or an onion. There's layers, right? You peel them back and it's exciting because there's more as you go. It's not everything up front. So I think the first thing I want you to do is stop like beating yourself up for just who you are. Okay. So I, I think also you need to remember that if this is supposed to be, which it sounds like it's going great and it sounds like this guy really likes you for who you are, you can't fuck it up. That's something that people don't realize in dating is like if it's supposed to be it'll be and there's nothing that you can say or not say that's gonna freak him out or whatever and perfect answers like I get it too because I I used to think about what I would say before I went on dates which is now I'm just like I can't even believe that I used to do that or that anyone does that because it's like you should just literally be yourself and dick on the table and everything takes care of itself but I used to think like I used to think of funny things to say like it's slightly different than yours but like how I would do it is I would think of bits which is psychotic and shows that I probably should have gone into this job a lot earlier than I did but I would think of like little funny stories that I really wanted to say and I would like try to get them out and I would like say them at the wrong time and it was just like you've got to just be present you've got to be in the moment you've got to be instead think of thinking like what's the best answer to this question think of like how does this guy make me feel does he make me laugh does he make me feel comfortable does he make me feel funny and cute and smart and that's kind of what you've got to switch it on okay so that's my that's my prescription point one please (laughs) please stop beating yourself up for who you are and number two realize that being shy is can be an asset and is a beautiful thing and it's who you are more most importantly so you should learn to appreciate and enjoy and love that facet of your personality and three remember that there's no way to fuck it up just literally think of my voice in your head next time you're gonna go hang with him and be like there's no way to fuck it up and number four be present because we future trip so much as women we future trip all fucking day we think oh my god what if I say this what if I say that it doesn't fucking matter. It's never what we think. So stay in the moment and try to enjoy this exciting phase of your relationship. Like this is the gooey part. This is the fun part where you're getting to know each other. You're hanging in groups. You're hanging in, you know, alone. Like enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's it's magical and it's gooey and special. So so savor it. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Tinks. I feel like I really needed to hear that. Um, and I love hearing your voice. I will absolutely think about it the next time I see him. Please, please, please do. And just enjoy it. And I can't honestly can't wait to see where I run into you next. Will I see you in South of France? Where are we going, girl? I'll meet you in Italy. Like, just tell me. <laughs> Tinks, stop. I'm going to book my ticket right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great rest of your day and enjoy, enjoy this phase. Okay. Cause it's fun. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, I think we are going to go to Michelle. Hello, hello. How are you, Michelle? Hi, Jinx. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to chat with you. What's going on? Um, well, first I wanted to say I really related to what you were saying with Vice. I have three cats. My boyfriend and I have three cats. <laughs> um, they so, are just little rascals um, sometimes. They just won't. They 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 love us so much, but the way that they show it can be very irritating. <laughs> Yeah, my one oldest, he's a um, a male cat, and his, like, affection, he really loves me, sleeping yeah. on my head all the time. Why do they like to sleep on our heads? It's so weird. 
Well, I um, when he was a kitten, I always put him on my chest, so oh. he really likes to do that. I'm sure a lot of people do that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And they just kind of learn that that's the cuddle that's spot. That's the maybe. safe spot. I know. I I heard one person told me, and this might be complete bullshit, but one person said it's because they like to feel our heartbeat because that's like our purr. Oh. I don't know. I like to I like to believe that's true. Who knows if it is? I'm just gonna believe that it's true. Yeah, and cats are so affectionate. They, they get are. a bad rap sometimes too, but they're I little know, lovers. I know. It's so crazy. People are like, I can't believe. I feel like I've turned a lot of people into potential cat people because I show how cuddly Vicha is. And cats yeah. just like, nobody shows how cuddly they are. They're so affectionate. Like, it's insane. So, anyway, cat lovers unite. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about cats all day, oh, but um, <laughs> my question really, it's like a weird situation. So like I said, I, I have a boyfriend. We've been together for five years. Okay. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, like the past several months, like I'm just having these dreams about uh, like a ex toxic situationship mm-hmm. from college. I've, mm-hmm. I've been out of college for like six years now, but he keeps coming into my dreams and of course, like the dreams are good in remembering him as maybe a person he wasn't. Yeah. And I'm really just yeah. like, I wake up feeling just off for the day. And like, part of me is like, should I reach out? But like, as the day kind of progresses, I'm like, no, there's nothing to say. I don't know why this is happening, but it's just really been getting to me. And I wanted to know if you had yeah. any thoughts on yeah. it or what you think. I think, um, I, so I don't think you should reach out I think that you you sound really happy and settled in your relationship dreams dreams are honestly a weird thing and I can relate to you I don't dream about an ex but this is kind of dark I'm sorry I have really really bad nightmares and it really messes with me it's like when you wake up from a bad dream or a weird dream it really sets your morning off on a bad way or at least it can because it's like you wake up you feel fucking exhausted you're trying to figure out what the meaning of it is and for a while I was really into trying to find out what my dreams meant I was always like oh looking up like oh I saw a shark in my dream that means that I'm like having anxiety or whatever but like the truth is I don't think it fucking matters. I don't, you know, I don't think that you're necessarily dreaming of your ex for a specific reason. I think it's just a weird phase and I do think it will end. Um, Honestly, my advice is more practical than woo woo. What I would do is like have a, a set of things that you do when you wake up in the morning. If you've had a dream about your ex and you're feeling weird start a new routine where it's like okay if you, if you have a weird dream about your ex you go get yourself like a special latte at Starbucks or something like so you're kind of rewiring the your brain in the morning so you're like oh if a then b does that make sense or like okay you take an extra long shower or you play a certain happy song and that just kind of snaps you out of it faster and then it will be like a trigger to release that energy and that's Honestly, uh, something that I've d- done with when I have nightmares, I, I I wake up and then I play a certain song and then I know I'm going to get like a special latte that day. And it helps me it helps me just kind of pivot because I totally understand and appreciate how strange dreams can make you feel. Um, they're they're very strange. It's like our brains. We, we go to sleep and our brains just run fucking wild. And it's like, why are our brains um, like turning on us like that? But here's the other thing about thoughts and dreams. Like just because we think something doesn't mean it's true, which is a scary thought, right? But it's something that my therapist reminds me all the time. And so 
I, I want you to, when you wake up, just be like, you know, just because it, it, I believe, I think something doesn't mean it's true. Um, and then go take a extra long shower, put on your favorite song, get an extra coffee. Like, especially because you said it was a toxic situation. Like if it, if you told me like, oh, it was the love of my life and it was perfect and we just drifted apart, whatever, I'd say, yeah, maybe there's something there. But like, this is truly just your mind playing tricks on you. And I don't, I don't want it to affect your, I don't want it to affect your life or your happiness. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, as the day goes on, I'm like, no, like, what the fuck am I thinking? I don't need to talk to him. Yeah, exactly. And and vice versa. I've had it like once or two, t- one or two times where like, I've had a dream that I have sex with someone like random in my life. And then I wake up with like, a raging crush on them and then as the day goes on I'm like oh wait that's like literally so weird I don't like that person at all like it's literally just your mind having free reign of your imagination it's like your your mind walks into an empty movie set and is like all right I'm just gonna fuck shit up like we're gonna have dinosaurs we're gonna have exes we're gonna have sex scenes we're gonna have this and that and you're just you wake up and you're like what the hell I I went to sleep for six hours and this is what you did like our brains are just it's finicky but um but yeah I think I think don't I think don't go there just uh just leave it be it's a phase it will it will definitely pass Yes, and I, I like the idea of like, um, like you always say, create like a new neural pathway. Yes, if something yeah. weird, weird happens. Yeah, take it off and it, it something helps. for myself. Yeah, it helps to just have like a one, two, three, like a song, shower, latte. I'm just using that as an example because it's what worked <laughs> for me. Um, and it sounds silly, but it really helped me because then it was like. It was not like I looked forward to having nightmares, but it was like really, it was a new neural pathway. That's exactly what it was because I was like, oh, like wake up and I'm like, ooh, I get to have this special latte and ooh, it's time to listen to Taylor Swift on full blast while I shower. And it just created like a yeah. new, a new like trigger. So, um, so yeah, I think that's, that's what I, that's what, what I would, what I would do. Well, thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. Thank you. Um, it'll get better soon. I, I promise. Okay, have a good good rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Uh, That makes me want a special latte. I'm definitely going to get one on the way home. I'm I'm in the mood for something crazy. They're always making new, fun, crazy stuff at Alfred. They're like, it's a lavender rose mochaccino. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck me up, fam. I'm really in the mood for that today. I might get an iced one. I might get an Incredible Hulk. Do you guys know what that is? It's a matcha latte with espresso in it. And I get it iced at Alfred. Oh my God, you guys have to try this. It sounds disgusting. I know. I love the name, by the way. Incredible Hulk is it's fantastic. Um, okay, guys, I will see you back on Friday where I will be wearing orange. Um, also, don't forget, if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can sign up for a th- free three-month trial of SiriusXM. Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash offer and listen to the show live every week because we have so much fun live. I love talking to you guys live. Don't forget to use the diamond emoji. I got a lo- long list of diamond emoji stuff to talk about on Friday, so, um, so use the system. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Bye.